Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Julia Slyke about how she helps businesses with all things branding and marketing. Julia is a co-founder of Click Branding, a bespoke branding agency and a co-host of Launching Simplified podcast, and also a newly licensed cosmetologist and host of a Hair Obsessed podcast. Welcome, Julia. Hi, Virginia. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here with you today. I'm excited to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about like your entrepreneurial journey and how you are where you are today? Well, I don't know if we have enough time for that, but I have been an <laughs> entrepreneur for 20 years now, which kind of blows my own mind. I started background as graphic design. That's what my four-year degree is in. And I was getting married in 2000 and I couldn't find wedding invitations that I liked. So I designed at the prompting of my own boss who said, why don't you design your own invitations and print them at work? So I did that. And then friends and family started to ask me if I would make invitations for them. And that ended up turning into a five-year freelance career that I did in tandem with a full-time graphic design job. And when I was pregnant with my daughter, who's almost 15, I always joked around with my boss. And I said, if I can bring my baby to work, we're not going to have a problem. (laughs) They were like, no, (laughs) you can't do that. So at that point, when I was pregnant with her, I had built up my freelance business enough to go full-time on my own as a designer. And then I did that for 10 years, got involved with another company that I just wanted like a side hustle. So I know a lot of entrepreneurs kind of do like multiple things. And I had fell in love with this company that was all about helping you get organized and bags and purses and things like that. And it was competing with my design business. So at one point I was like, sit at my computer and design more alone by myself or like help people shop and drink wine and get paid. And I was like, I think I'll do that. (laughs) So I actually, after 10 years in business on my own, I closed my local design studio And then I went full-time 10 years with my direct sales business, which is where I fell in love with coaching and mentoring other women and mostly moms like myself who wanted to have a flexible career that they could bring income into their household and still be there for their kids and going to all their events and playing a taxi driver. And, and so that was growing and that was growing. And then it kind of ebbed, right? Like there's like an ebb and flow to our to our businesses. And so I started looking at alternatives and I realized after getting some life coaching myself that, wow, like life coaching is like a thing and people get paid for that. So I learned everything I could about becoming a life coach and building an online business. And fast forward to what, 2021, I have been online now for seven years, which seems crazy. Seems like I feel like it's like cat years or dog years or something. When you're online, (laughs) it's like a time warp, right? (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So here I am. And now I just want to collapse that timeline for other entrepreneurs who have multi-passionate doing different things, finding their passion, creating their own income, fitting their business into their life and not their life into their business making that an easier process for them. So that's, that's what I do now. And that's why we have the consulting agency and the done for you branding and marketing, as well as the the classes that we teach. Cool. Is there, is there like certain, what's the aspect that you like most about what you're doing? Well, somebody had asked this in a Facebook group. What's, what's the thing you like most about your, about your business? And I would have to say, number one, it's my clients. And on that note too, like what is success? to me in my business. And it's not my success. It's when my clients have success. 
So like we were consulting with a client this morning and she had said, you know, if I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't found you, like finding you was just simplified this process. I wouldn't know what questions to ask. I wouldn't know where to begin. Now we were inside her software and setting up her funnels and all that stuff. And so that feels like really good to me that somebody has a great service, a great product. They want to help people, but they didn't know how to do that until we've kind of consulted with them and plugged all the pieces and gave them like the foundation and the path to do that. And as we're setting it up, she's like, wow, I can just see how I can add this here and add this here. And I have so many different things that you're helping me create this one digital product to sell, but I have so many other things that I can plug into this platform and other things that I can bring to my audience. And that really excites me. On that note, is there anything that you wish your clients knew more about like, like what common mistakes are they making? Well, I think a big mistake that we all make, and I know I've made it myself is maybe too many courses and too many sources and not kind of stepping back and realizing that you are the expert of you and your business and you're a lot smarter than you probably give yourself credit for and you don't always have to go now if it's something technical and you really don't know how to set it up you might need some advice on how to do that but as far as like launch strategies and pricing and what to name things and how to facilitate things and how to go get clients we find that so many of our students and clients are like doing all the things, but not in a strategic way, because they think they have to do it in a certain order. Somebody maybe told them to do it this way. And then it might not be a way that's actually in alignment or feels good to them. So they kind of get stuck in like trying to like do it the right way, but it's not working because it's not really their way. And so a lot of times I'll just say to people, just forget everything that you've ever learned. Like if you didn't have that last coach, that last course, like what would you do? How would you think about this? You know, and go from there because it's great to take it all in and make educated decisions and move forward. But if it's keeping you stuck and you're getting nowhere fast, that's not helping. And sometimes we just need to like take a step back and listen to our own ideas and what feels right for us. Because I say it all works. Everything works. Different things work for different people. And as entrepreneurs, we have to find what works for our business and our customers and our clients and just do more of that thing. So true. One of the clients had so much knowledge, but it was totally getting in her way of making decisions and moving forward. And moving forward and making decisions. Like it's hard to do. And that's the great thing about having a coach or consultant to do that with you. I even was like kind of at a crossroads with a a sticky-ish situation and a decision I had to make. And my business partner, Kirsten, she kind of like talked me off a ledge and help solidify my decision but it's hard to make those decisions by yourself right you need that like Mm -hmm. outside perspective so who's an ideal client for you so our ideal clients would be somebody who's definitely we love to help people who love to help people they're usually creative multi-passionate they've got so many ideas that they don't know which one to to kind of take and run with and get them focused on really the results that they help people get. For instance, we have a client we've worked with for a couple of years and we finally did her website. And so she had more or less articulate exactly who she helped and how she helped them. <laughs> and so we did what we call a launch party and we did a YouTube video and we, we put it out there, but we interviewed her and we revealed her website. But as she was actually explaining it in her own words, my business partner and I were like, we need her services. We had known her 
for over two years. And we didn't, we were always like, what exactly does Suzanne do? Like, cause she did so many different <laughs> things, but when we got her on the spot and she could use in her own words and talk about what she did, for instance, this health coaching that she, you know, was a woman in her fifties, tried everything, couldn't lose weight, lost several pounds in, in a little bit of time. And the way she described it, we were like, that's us. We need this. And my business partner and I hired her to help us. We enrolled in her program and my business partner and I both lost like 50 pounds in like two and a half months. It was crazy. And we were like thinking we had known her all this time, but we never knew <laughs> what she did because she didn't explain it in a simple way. Like, here's my story and here's how I help myself. And then we're like, oh, she can help us. And she did. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important just to be able to really articulate who you help and how you help them so that somebody can say, yes, I need that. Or they can think in their head, oh, I know somebody that needs that. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to get clear on that. So our audience is definitely people that are multi-passionate. They've probably had a business offline that they're trying to turn into an online service. They do like to do it themselves. But I always say like, I am a trained graphic designer. You know, it's okay for me to play in Canva. That's what my, ex that's like one of my superpowers but if that's not your superpower, your superpower is like going out and helping people. Like you don't need to play graphic designer in your business and do those things. Like let somebody else play in their superpower while you go play in your superpower. Like, like just, just empower everybody to stay in their zone of genius. You don't have to do every little thing for your business. So true. So how does your ideal client find you? Like, what do you do to get out in front of them? You know what? I've been thinking about this because, you know, a lot of our clients will say, you know, is this something I turn into a Facebook ad? And I've done Facebook ads a long, long time ago, not so strategically when I did. And now we haven't done any paid traffic in the last um, two years that we formed our partnership because we're all about the relationship. So we would, we're building our business slow and steady. So a lot of times the clients that we do get become repeat clients or they, they do stay with us. We have, we make it accessible and affordable to continue working with us. So we just pretty much build relationships with people that we meet in Facebook groups or it's almost random, but not random at the same time, how we connect with people or now there's clubhouse. So a lot of times uh, we look back at like, how did we get like our dreamy, dreamy clients um, some of them is, is through podcasting and building a relationship there with that person. And most of the time we'll just say to someone, Hey, we want to, we want to hop on zoom and help you. And so they're either yes. And they, they jump on the call and then we're like, we give them some tips and we're like, this is how we could continue to help you. And they're like, I want to do it. Or, you know, like this is helpful and they go on their merry way, but we really don't do social media. We actually just want to get to know and help people. And there's also been times where people are like, no, like I'm not ready to invest. I don't need to get on a call. And I'm like, oh, have you been on those calls where somebody pretends they want to help you? And then they just try to sell you something. And they're like, yeah, I was like, no, no, that's, that's not what we do. We actually just want to like get to know you and help you. And they're like, <laughs> oh, okay. So that's what, that's what we suggest to our clients. That's been what's working for us to get our dreamy clients is just somebody has a problem and you have a solution. We're just like, Hey, you want to hop on zoom? We can show you how we do in our business, how we think we could help you in your business. And that's been working so far. Awesome. That's cool. And it's interesting how it makes a difference when you like put that genuine helping others first. Yeah. We have zero attachment to the outcome. Like we're just, I mean, we literally wake up every day to serve and 
I think, I mean, some people maybe are driven by the, the money. Like there's a lot of things you could do for money. And I wouldn't advise being like an online business owner if like a, like a heart centered person that's of service, if you want to just do it for making money, because it does take time to build up that momentum and build up that baseline to pay yourself a salary. Yeah. I mean, we just come from a place of just wanting to serve and make things easier for people than they were for us. So it doesn't have to take seven years to figure out. <laughs> Streamline. <laughs> yes. So what are a couple of big goals or a big goal that you have for the next one to two years? Well, so our, I'd say our number one big goal right now is to continue with being consistent <laughs> with our own podcasting and recording and getting those episodes out there and, and building relationships. And then we want to help at least a hundred other entrepreneurs this year. Um, we've launched 20 in December and then we have 10 students this month. So when I launched my podcast, I was so inspired about how long I had dragged my feet, literally five years. I had bought in a course, it was very overwhelming and confusing. And I thought I had to do all these things and do them just right, right? I'm, this is, I was like my own worst student. And so I didn't. And then one day I made a decision and I said, I'm going to do this thing. And it was my last day of beauty school. And I wanted to record it on my last day of beauty school because that was the whole inspiration of my podcast. And so I hit record on my phone and it was super simple. And I got out of the car and I went, I said to my business partner, oh my gosh, I just had a podcast baby. And she goes, I want to have a podcast baby. And I was like, we need to teach people this. It's so simple. And she's like, what do I need to do? And I was like, so we, I kind of kept her on a need to know basis and she launched her first episode. And then I said, we're going to teach this to people. She says, like, are we going to launch this? What are we going to do? I said, I'm going to make an application right now. So within one week, we had a hundred applications come in all organic and then accepted 20 uh, students into the first round and they all launched their podcast baby it was really exciting so we it was something that we never sat down and planned you know you had said what are your plans for the next one or two years now that is a plan because we think if you are an entrepreneur there's no better platform than using your voice and connecting and sharing it with other people in a place that's searchable and lives kind of forever unlike social media posts that get buried so <laughs> if you're stuck spinning your wheels and you don't know what to post on social media or what content to do or this or that. It's like, just start talking to yourself, talk to somebody, have your podcast, get your message and your mission out there. And so that's what we're super passionate about doing is getting a hundred people, hundred new podcasts out there for us. It's not about the money. Obviously it's a business. So we want to make money, but we never lead with the, like how to, you know, make six figures in six months Our we, we will, you know, the money our business makes will be a byproduct of the amount of people we help. So we always lead with, we help 20 people launch a podcast. We helped 10 people launch a podcast. We helped a hundred people launch a podcast. The money that was attached to that, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, our whole mission is to help other people share their mission. So we look at like the number of people that we're helping and same thing with our, with our clients. Like we don't, I mean, obviously we want them to make money and we come from a very conscious driven, making smart business decisions. But at the end of the day, we're not, concerned with how much money are you making? We're concerned with how many people are you impacting? How fulfilling is your business to you? How is it working you know, for you and your family? So that's how we measure success is the, the amount of people that you're helping and how fulfilled are you feeling with your business? Because there's, there's no point in having a business that doesn't fulfill you. That's called a job and you can go get one of that. <laughs> so on that note though, how would your goal affect your business or change your business? 
Yeah. Well, if we focus on the number of people that we want to help, the the money is just like a byproduct of that. So every person obviously comes with a price tag, which sounds like awful because people aren't dollar <laughs> right? signs. Like I don't see them as dollar signs. I see them as like a heart beating inside them that have this mission that they want to share. So yeah, if we have a hundred students and then we can, you know, it could be a hundred students in a year. It could be a hundred students in a month. It could be a hundred students in two weeks. And that's like a scalable business model for us. So it'll definitely affect our bottom line. And we do like to keep our programs affordable and we do like to do free coaching when we can. So if we, if the business is making enough revenue to do that, I find that as I've been in the space for a while, there's kind of like two camps. It's the people that are like the charge, what you you're worth. If you don't have the money, I don't have the time. And they, and they charge a lot, a lot of money to work with you. And then they get to a certain point in their business where the money is so overflowing and abundant that then they release lower price point things and do more things of service to the people that can't afford like the higher end pricing. So it's very interesting. So I, yes, I'm looking forward to getting the point in our business where the steady income, large steady income is always rolling in that gives you the opportunity to release that financial pressure and just go and do things that aren't attached to the revenue goals for the business. Do more service work. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Do you think there's a roadblock that's stopping you guys from kind of reaching that goal, like the, serving the hundred people? No, I mean, I think uh, other than getting distracted of wanting to do like this thing and that thing, because I did tell my business partner, I said, okay, we're on to something. This is really helping people. We're excited about it. It's a fun project. I was like, don't let me create any more courses this year. <laughs> so it's just trying to stay focused and, you know, getting really good at that one thing. I think I did say, you know, if our goal is to turn it into a 997 program, it still is hands-on with us. We, we're never hands-off with our, what we do. You know, 100 people at 997 would be $100,000. And that's like a pretty nice benchmark in, in our business. So I, I would say to her, you know, until we make $100,000 from this program and help 100 people, we can't, we can't divert our focus. Like we have to stay focused on this. And then we can go to like the next thing and automate that process. Good luck. Good luck. Should I send you blinders? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> so with the, with the success that you, you have achieved so far, what do you think your biggest challenge is now? Is it just the blinders or is that always been a challenge? Or? Well, I think when you're, it depends like where you're at in your, like in your pricing, because you have to get, the more you serve, like the more confident you get with the services that you offer. Um, like I have, we have clients that'll say, you know, they'll want to charge like $3,000 for a package, but they haven't sold it to anybody yet. So we're like, maybe you should sell it for a smaller, like, don't make a 3000, like, they're like, I want to have 10 people in my group program and have it $3,000 and it'll be a $30,000 launch. And we're like, why don't you go like help one person for a thousand dollars first before you try to do this, this big thing. And I think we kind of like get this, like shoot, shoot for the moon, fall in the stars, like mentality, but really like, I think it's better to kind of like ascend your way up there because every notch in that staircase it gives you more like confidence in the products and the services that you offer. For instance, we delivered a proposal and it was a very significant proposal that I would have never even 
in the last couple of months been confident to propose until I had been really immersed in this work and knowing the value that we provide. So when I did give this proposal with a number that I've never given before, I actually said to her, you know, I hope you're sitting down because you're probably going to fall off your chair when you see this. And then I also said, and I don't even know if I'm charging you enough for the amount of work that we're going to do based on this proposal. But it was so nice for me to go in there with that confidence, but I only, I didn't like fake it till I make it right. Like I didn't go in with this proposal. Like I, I like worked my way up to that. So then when I did get to that, find that dream client and I had that proposal that I had the confidence and the like portfolio to back it up. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to get the validation too of your product and stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to change it up a little bit on you. Okay. What's the, what's the best advice you have ever received? Well, let's see. The best advice I've received, gosh, I've received so many different things. I think one of the things I really like was from my, from my coach Maru and she had an attitude of more like, I wonder instead of like being really tied to the outcome, have more like of a curious, I wonder how this is going to end up. I wonder what's next after this. I wonder what lessons I'm going to learn for this. And so have more of like a curiosity about your business and like being open to the possibility of the things that are going to unfold as opposed to thinking they need to be a certain way. You know, if you're like, my business isn't going, like I didn't have my $10,000 a month or whatever my goal was, you know, I didn't fill my program with a hundred people. Like I thought, and not just the, the, to dwell on that, but think like, oh, I wonder if I, there's going to be a different program. Or I, I wonder if somebody, this is making room for something else to come in. That's more of an alignment. So just having that, I wonder if you replace like what you think things should be with like, <laughs> I wonder it's like a game changer. No type A personality. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the best advice you've ever given? Well, that's easy. I love this one. I give it all the time in my classes. It's number one. I so I say there's two rules. Number one, you are the boss of your business. And number two, there are no rules. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. You're the boss and there are no rules. So like, do what you want. It's your business. You can do whatever you want. Freedom. <laughs> Is there anything that you'd like to share with us that... I haven't asked you yet. Um, I would say, you know, here's like my little analogy for those of you who are listening and you're like, you're seeing the success of other people and you're wondering again, there's that I wonder, right? I wonder when my success is going to be, it's going to be, if you don't quit, if you don't give up, if you just keep going, your path might not be the same as somebody else's path. You don't see, you know, the layers underneath the, the iceberg of where somebody got to where they are that day. And, um, If you don't give up, it's going to happen. You might not understand while you're in the journey. I mean, I, my only goal is I hope I understand by the end of my life that I, what my path was and why it was and that I can fully appreciate it. But if you just keep going, I, it's like a, I call it the turkey timer. At some point you, your timer is just going to pop and things are just going to click and fall into place in your life and in your business. It's going to happen. That, that turkey's in the oven. It's going to pop when it's done. You just don't know when that is going to be. It could be days, months, years, but if you stay true to like not giving up and just moving forward, when you get the nose, when things don't seem to be working out, like everything is, is working out um, for you, like for sure. Cool. I like it. Thank you. You're welcome. How can people find out more about you and what you do? 
they can go to our website or follow us on Instagram. We're at clickbranding.com or clickbranding on Instagram. And we, I just want to share how we got that name. Again, I'm really, I don't really sit down and think of like, what can I do? Like when I had the podcast baby, it was just like a birth of inspiration where we got that great business idea. And when we named our business, it was a photo shoot that we had done with a client and she had said something like, click, 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 like everything just clicks when you guys work together. And I was like, so it kind of is like the play on words of like the click because my business partner is a New York City brand photographer. And when we came together, like our businesses just clicked and we help other people kind of see the light and things just click. So that's where we got the name click branding. So just like always find inspiration where you go. So find us at click branding. That's where, that's where we're at. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. It was nice chatting with you. You too. Have a great day and we'll chat soon. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.